Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Let's give that to the Lord, would you? Come on, let's praise him. Oh, let's let some praise go in this house. Hallelujah. Come on, I feel his presence in here. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love him. Amen. I love this church. I love you people. Amen. God has been good to this church. And uh, we have got a good group of people. We're blessed tonight. Amen. I feel I feel a little bit disappointed that my wife didn't get to be here. She is my sidekick. She has always been my help when there was no one else there to help. And uh, I appreciate her. I miss her tonight. But by the help of the Lord, I'm, I'm going to minister tonight. Yes. God's been dealing with me just to, I don't know, lately there's been a, uh, just the Lord just been doing something in, in my spirit. And, and my favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite Bible verses I'm going to preach on tonight. Amen. Many of you could quote it. Amen. I know, but uh, here a while back, I had spoke, I'd spoke to another church and used this verse, and I'd been praying about this week. You know, God to do something after, after Pastor had spoke to me while I'd been praying about it. And this scripture just kept coming back to me, and I thought, well, Lord, is it, is you want the same sermon? What, what, Lord? And I. You know, there's some, there's some sermons that you preach that you feel like God wants you to preach everywhere you can preach. And there's other sermons that you feel like is just for your church. Well, when I preached uh, and used my main scripture, the same as I'm going to tonight, back a month ago, I, um, I felt like it was for that church. But when God began to deal with me, Brother Malone, he began to deal with me a little different because I felt like at our church needed a different part. And I, I, it, I changed the whole dynamics. It's not even the same. But uh, I believe God wants to do something tonight. I, I'm just going to tell you up front that I feel like that this church has been through so much. Really, this, this year, the last couple years, it's just been sickness and and turmoil, people, you know, getting hurt, and just it's just been just one thing after another. I mean, people going through financial problems, and it's just been devastating. And um, I, I'm just going to tell you that that I'm not just reaching for that group, but but tonight I'm going I'm reaching for that group that's that's come to the place maybe in your life that you've thought I've been praying, but it's just never going to happen. I've sought the Lord, but it, it don't seem like there's an answer. I've prayed about it and I've fasted about it, but it don't seem like it's there. He's not hearing me. There's something going on. Why? There is a reason that I can't get to God. And I'm looking for that group tonight that's lost hope, maybe, maybe lost faith. And somehow I want to encourage you tonight that that God is there with you. I began to think and, and pastored several messages that he has preached lately this year. You know, God is with you. Nothing is impossible. Be the story. And then that song that they sung tonight, there's no other God like our God. And I thought, Lord, you just confirmed everything I was feeling. So tonight I'm going to turn to Ephesians chapter 3. 
My son could probably tell you which verse right now, but I'm going to have two. I'm going to go ahead and add the 21, which I, I like it too, because it's a part of 20. Ephesians 3 and 20. And, it, and I found that a lot of times, I pray this verse, but if we're not careful, we add a word. And it is true, but, but this verse don't read that way. It says, now unto him, this is Paul speaking to the Ephesians. He says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. How many times have you heard that verse quoted and the last lines left out according to the power that worketh in us? And then verse 21, unto him, unto him, everybody said unto him, be glory. Oh, woo. In the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages and without end. Amen. So be it. So be it. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for the word. I thank you for the anointing that's been in this place today, for the songs, and the music, and all of that this morning, Lord. Such a presence of God in here. Lord, now feel it again tonight. Not sure what you're going to do in this place, but God, I feel there's something going on in the spirit, Lord. Move through us tonight. Let me be bread on the table, God. Oh, the words that I speak, Lord, let them be yours. It's not my message, God, it's yours. I'm only the container. Anoint this container, Lord. Let it break forth tonight with your anointing, I pray. Bring us together and encourage us and strengthen us tonight by the word. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You can be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Chapter 3 of Ephesians is really a great chapter for the church. And I, and, and I think sometimes we overlook, you know, the first part of the chapter and we quickly get to verse 20 and 21 to find our part. But really the whole thing is ours. Absolutely. Because Paul is now speaking to the Gentiles. He, he even he, he mentions it right at the first part. Amen. The very first verse. For this calls I Paul the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. Yes. Everybody said that's me. That's me. And, and understand that he begins to talk about the mystery in this first part that had not been revealed. But Paul says, I'm going to get to reveal something to you. Yeah. That you was not my people. Come on. You was, was not a part of this. This was not, you was not my chosen vessels. That's right. That's right. But he says, now I am going to make you partakers. And you're going to be fellow heirs. Of the same body. You're going to be partakers of the same promise. Come on. Yes, yes. Somebody ought to be getting excited. That's right. There wasn't a way for us into this thing. Right. But Paul unveils the mystery and said, Now you're a part. Now you're a part. Whew, Lord. Yes. Now you're a part. I don't know about you, but when I start saying, Now you're a part, it makes me feel good. Yes, yes, yes. I start feeling something in my spirit right. that I wasn't a part I'm grafted in. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Oh, this great discourse that Paul is carrying out in the first part of this chapter is all about the Gentiles. Amen. <laughs> this great mystery that he's unfolding is good news yes. to the Gentiles. So that we that were once strangers and foreigners uh, are now born. Come on. Yes. We was not born into it, but he said, I'm going to adopt you in. Somebody said adopted. adopted. Oh, I like that word. Yeah. Adopted into it. We wasn't chosen. We wasn't born into it. But he said, I'm adopting you into it. 
I don't know if you realize it or not, but there's something special about adoption. Yes. Hallelujah. You can go adopt somebody and you can take them home with you and you can keep them a little while and if you don't like the outcome, you can take them back. Jesus didn't try you out first. I want you to know that. He took you at face value. Come on. Brother Lone, he took you face value and he said, I want him. Even before, oh, hallelujah. Even though you wasn't born into this thing, right. he looked at everybody in this church and he said, there's a part of my church. That's right. yes. And he said, now you're just like the Jews. Come on. Yes. You're going to receive the same promise as them. And there's an extra promise that I'm going to give you the Holy Ghost yes. that they haven't experienced. I'm going to give it to you. A little present on the side, if you please. Anybody like presents? Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. I've noticed that sometimes in, in, in my grandchildren, when they do something special, I, I feel a little bit special about it, so I'll hand them a little money under the table. Just let them know that they're thought about, you know. Right. What they're doing, I'm pleased with, and... It makes them feel good. Yeah. Hallelujah. Y'all ain't getting this because I'm going to tell you, God give you a little something under the table and said, here, just because I've adopted you, you're special. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> oh. Right. Hey, this is, already, this is already being better than born into it. I've been adopted into it. Yeah. He loved me enough that he said, you're going to be mine. Oh, Even though you weren't mine, yeah. you're going to be mine. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he handpicked you. Yes. This glorious God that we serve handpicked you. He yes. loved you enough. Everybody said, I was picked. I was picked. <laughs> yep. Woo, I was adopted into this. Right. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. He hadn't, he hadn't turned around and kicked me out yet. Come on. Oh. Come on, some of you have went down the wrong road and you've come back and he still accepted you? Yes. Some of you, come on now. We've all sinned and we've come short of the glory of God yes. and he accepted us back? Come on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I preached a sermon one time. He's a second chance God, but really, he's a whatever chance God. How many times has he given us? Come on. He always gives you more than you deserve. He's a gracious God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2. I'll get, to our, I'll get to our scripture text in a minute. Scripture in Ephesians 2, 19 through 22. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, right. but fellow citizens with the saints. Yes. Come on now, he's even yes. calling you a saint already. Uh -huh. And of the household of God. He said, you're my household. You've moved out of your house and in mine now. That's how much I think of you. Yeah. Come on, I've got a place for you. Yeah. Oh, right. Woo, come on now, you didn't hear me. I said, he said, now I've got a place got for a you. Place. And I know that there's some in here tonight, maybe you haven't found your place yet, but I'm telling you, God's got a place. If you'll search after him, I'm going to tell you, you'll find him and you'll find your place. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Woo, glory, hallelujah. He's got a special place for you in his yes. kingdom. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Right. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Yes. In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth into a holy temple in the Lord. Amen. In whom ye also are built together for a habitation of the God through the Spirit, through the Holy Ghost. Yes, Come on. That's right. Hallelujah. We were born into this. We took on his name when we was baptized yes. in his name. Yes. We came up a different person. Right. Hallelujah. Yes. I could claim the name of Jesus now. Hallelujah. Yes, right. I can call it out in prayer. That's right. I, can, I can call it out against the devil. Come on. Yes. 
Hallelujah. Against principalities and powers. Uh, for whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We need to loosen some things. We need to bind some things. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, there's all of these things in this city that we need to bind. All right. And there's some things we need to loosen. We need to loosen the power of God yes. unto salvation in this city. We need to loosen that. We've got the authority. We've got the power to do it. Because when you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive power. Acts 1 and 8. Come on. You've got the power. Yes. On the day of Pentecost, he passed it down to the church. Yes. The very thing that Jesus had, he passed to us. What he did. Yes, sir. Yes. Hallelujah. We're fellow heirs. That's right. Glory. Hallelujah. Now, since we have done a prelude to this message, it's time for us to move on to the message. All right. Hallelujah. I want to call your attention because God began to deal with me. And I've, I, I can't tell you how many times I've read this in the last month or two months. And they set up of a night and the wee hours of the morning and read it and studied. And I've, I've been like pastor. I've read everything I could on it. And some of it I've read twice and, and, and just studied it out and began to find out to what, what God was trying to say. And I, I believe... I'm going to say part of it come from Bishop Commentary. I'm going to tell you that right now. Part of it come from Bishop Commentary. But it seems though as Paul, he's searching for the right words to write here. After he gets done and he gets to verse 20, if you'll notice, there is a change. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul is searching for the right words to use to describe the greatness of Jesus. In verse 20 and 21, he finds it indescribable. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So much so that he begins to use, and can I call it my way, I'm old-fashioned. Yeah. He uses all these over-the-top words. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I don't know how much. Hey, I'm like a little bit like Paul. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. Only way I can describe the words is they're over-the-top words. They're yeah. those, those that kind of carry into heavenly places. Yeah. And they make you think and they make you excited. And, right. and they make you want to get into it. Come on. Yeah. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. So he uses over-the-top words. Yeah. What else could he do? Come on. We're, we're serving an indescribable. I believe yeah. there's a song that we sing anymore that says he's indescribable. Right, and right. I don't know how all the words go, but anyway, I know it says that. That yeah. just popped in my mind yeah. that he's indescribable. Yes. You can't describe him. Have you? Oh, Lord, I feel it right now. I feel some help coming. Yeah. He's indescribable. How many times have you had to try to describe it? How many times have you ever described, tried to describe the Holy Ghost and what it felt like to get it? Well, I, I can't tell you. I can tell you how I felt, but that's not going to be how you felt. God, come on, God is personal to you. And everybody receives it, maybe in a little different way, a little different feeling. But I'm going to tell you one thing tonight. It's the best feeling that you've ever had in your life. And it is indescribable. Come on. You can't describe it to anybody. They got to receive it for themselves. Oh, hallelujah. Woo. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Woo! I believe we. I think we need to give him the highest form of praise. Hallelujah! Notice here, everything seems to change in verse twenty and twenty-one. Paul is bringing us to what I call the grand finale of this chapter. His voice, Pastor, even seems to change. Come on. I said his voice seems to change. Excitement and enthusiasm kicks in. And he gets ready to give the Lord a hollow. I hope y'all ain't forgot what that word means. Hollow is one of, the, one of the words that means praise. There's seven of them in the Old Testament. It's a Hebrew word that means praise. And it's one of my favorites. I think maybe is the favorite. Hollow 
means to be clear of sound, to shine. Right. Hence, to make a show, yeah. to boast. Now, not in yourself, but in Him. Yes. Come on. To be clamorously foolish. Yes. Come on, you ever got beside yourself sometimes praising and worshiping God? That's yeah. a good feeling. When you're not sure where you use that part of the time, you just kind of got lost in the spirit. That's a great feeling. Hallelujah. 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 So, so it means to be clamorously foolish, to rave, to celebrate. Come on. The world celebrates. And we ought to celebrate. In fact, I think a lot of times in the church, when God does something, we don't celebrate it enough. Come on, when we get up here and give a victory report, come on, Brother Malone, when we give a victory report, there needs to be some celebration. Come on. Yeah, yeah. When he gives a victory report from behind this Bible stand, we ought to celebrate what God's done. When there is a victory, come on, whenever we overcome Satan, then we ought to celebrate. Hallelujah. Whatever it takes, we need to celebrate. I'm not seeing near enough of that lately. Hallelujah. We need to celebrate it, church. We need to celebrate it. Hallelujah. 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 In short, it means... Pull out all the plugs and get with it. There needs a, come on. They ever, you know, I've heard him say, the ladies, you need to take your hair down. Just get with it. Hey, I used to celebrate. I, I remember in the second church, a, a sweeping the carpet, and I'd count how many times I heard one go, pling. You know, it was, it was one of the ladies' hairpins or something that dropped on the floor and get caught it. And I thought, whoa, man, good service that night. They'd let their hair down and just let it happen. Come on. How long has it been since you... Yeah, I know, Brother Mike, you can't let it down. It's already down. You're kind of like I am. Come on, church. We need to just let our hair down and let it happen. We don't need to come in all so sophisticated that we can't loosen up our tie and say, Hey, church, you might as well get ready. Ah, You might as well get ready. Devil... I'm telling you, I'm running you out of the house tonight. You might as well get ready. Oh, oh, oh. Woo. Hallelujah. You know what he does? That devil comes in singing the song. Ain't going to be no shouting going on here. But I'm here to tell him he's a liar. There's going to be shouting going on here. Come on. God's going to answer some prayers here. God's going to fill some people with the Holy Ghost here. Come on, God's going to answer some prayers tonight, even in this house. Some of you that's going through some things, God's going to encourage and strengthen you by the Word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, Paul starts out, I think, this is, this is Bishop's commentary. He starts out this Word. In verse 20, now to me, just in now. He says, now. Now. Uh Ought to almost stop there and put an explanation mark. Now. Uh (laughs) Glory, what a great thing. When he starts with now, or even think think about this. When When a sentence starts with now. Your ears perk up and you get ready to hear what follows because the now was important. It was the explanation. Now! That's what Paul was saying. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to take it and I'm going to, one step at a time, you're going to hear something because now. Oh, glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Your ears perk up. You're listening. Yes. And it's and it's and it's like Paul is climbing a ladder. I, 
I need a ladder, y'all. I got two, I got two men that's got, got, got it all in control. I want you to set my ladder up. I got me a ladder. I don't think I could do it without a ladder. Because I believe that Paul was, uh, I believe that he almost had, I haven't got my pen, but that don't matter, I don't need it. I've done got it written down. But I, I, I feel like Paul was in this place. This ain't got a pocket either. That's a big problem. I should have worked sure had pockets. But I got a bad pocket. I got a back pocket. I believe Paul was come to the place. Set it up right there, guys. Yeah, that, that, take the step back this way a little bit. All right, thank you guys. Hallelujah. I believe that in this verse that Paul is about to climb a ladder in the word detail. All right, yeah. Understand me. Stay with me tonight. He, is, he has got the card out. And he is saying this. He's saying, Now unto him that is able to do. Yep. Oh, think of all the things he's able to do, would you? Yes. In fact, you tell me something that he's not able to do. Amen. That's right. Come on. <laughs> There's nothing too hard for him, the Bible says. Come on. Hallelujah. Now unto him that is able to do, I don't know, right there ought to make us shout. We ought to be sitting on our seats. Now, come on, this is the kind of God that you serve. This is why Paul could not describe him. He's indescribable because there's nothing that he's not able to do. Come on. <laughs> Woo! In your sickness, he can heal you. I don't care if it's cancer. I don't care if they give you a day or two to live. Come on. I don't care if you're supposed to die today. I don't care if hospices give up on you. I've seen, I've seen them take out a hospice. Yeah. Well, Josh's papa was on hospice, and he come out of hospice and lived quite, quite a while longer, didn't he? Come out of hospice six months. But I'm going to tell you, I've seen people that come out for good. Come on, church. I'm talking about unto him. That is able to do. <laughs> oh, pastor just preached it a while back. He can't just do nothing. <laughs> oh, when you call on God, he can't just do nothing. He's going to answer. Come on. He's going to do something. He's going to work on something. He hears your prayer. Come I don't care if you've got high blood pressure. I don't care if the high number gets high and the low gets low. God said, I'm able to do to him that is able to do. Hallelujah. I don't care if everything's falling apart in your life, your marriage, come on, your family's falling apart. I'm talking about a God that says unto him that is able to do. Paul said he can do it. Woo! I believe he'd run up a step or two and he's, woo, got to get down and shout again. Whoa, I'm feeling this. Now unto him that is able to do. And then he has to start over. And he says, and unto him that is able to do exceeding. exceeding. Everybody said exceeding. exceeding. Shout it to the devil. Exceeding. He's able to do. Exceeding. You know what that means? That means beyond limits. Yeah. No limits. There's no, no limits. To what he can do. Right. <sighs> he can make you cancer free for 10, 11, how many years has it been now? 11 years. Come on. 11 years cancer free. I said 11 years cancer free. But I want you to remember one thing, if you will, with me. I remember Sister Sheila would come and sit on the back pew. She was still in church. 
They didn't think she ought to be here, but she came. But I noticed after a little while, she started moving up. You know why? She wanted to be close to the fire. Come on, church. We need, come on. We need to worship, and we need to tell God how thankful we are. We need to celebrate our victories. We need to tell the devil, I'm talking about a God that can do. He can do. Unto him that is able to do. He can do all things. <laughs> and I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Oh, oh, glory. Do exceeding. Glory. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly. In other words, there's not enough adjectives to describe it. Paul says, I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm well educated, but I, I, I'm not sure I can do this. This is, this is beyond me. Come on. I believe it in Psalms 1 and 39 that David said, it's too wonderful for me. <laughs> hey, hey, as I began to read this scripture, and I've, I've, I've quoted it my whole, whole Christian life. It's been part of my prayer every day. It's been something that I've lived by, that I've, I've stood on. Hallelujah. And I know times my faith has got weak. I had to go back and read it again. But I'm going to tell you, when I read it the last month or so, it took on a different meaning that I found out there's nothing that he can't do. There's nothing that he can't do. I don't care where you're at in your life. God's able to help you. He's able to do. He's able to do. He's able to do, Brother Pat. Right here at home, Brother Pat, he's able to do. Oh. Woo, don't get in a hurry. Come on, we're, up, we're going up a ladder. We're, we're producing words that the devil don't like. Come on. Him that's able to do exceeding and abundantly. Now listen to this. Let's do it again. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above. more than expected it overwhelms you you can't imagine it oh glory come on there's there's some of you that's sitting under the sound of my voice that I've seen in the, in the years that I've pastored you. I've seen you, some of you that have come to me with problems. And, and you know, it's not supposed to ever happen. It's not going to happen. But I'm going to tell you, I know God can do it. I've, there's, there's, I don't know where that is. Where's he at? Where's my other boy? Huh? I'm looking for Landon. Oh, I'm sorry, Landon. Stand up, my, my son. You know what? These two boys, these two fine-looking young men, good-looking guys, they shouldn't be here. Come on. But they're here. You know why? When you start seeing God as bigger than your problem. Woo! Now unto him that is able to do exceeding, abundantly, above. Oh, when he goes beyond what you're expecting. Yeah. Well, I wanted him to do something, but yeah, I wanted $300 so I could give. But, but Brother Mike, God sent a thousand or so. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Come on. Right. Yeah. Come on, church. Yeah. I'm telling you, abundantly above what you gave. I didn't tell you my story. I ain't told you mine. While just, oh, I have 3rd of February. I go, Sister McGee and I got called out to preach down in Princeton, Kentucky, and we hadn't seen these folks. Well, I haven't seen, I hadn't been to that church to preach, but I knew the pastor. Good friend of mine for a lot of years. Went down there to preach, and we walked away from there. And, and uh, my wife kind of opened the envelope, you know, they always give you an envelope, you know, and I opened that envelope. And she said, dear, what do you want me to do with this money? I said, stick it in the bank. I think it's going to come in need or something. I said, we just, we'll just save it. We'll see what happens. Guess what? And then I, I, I didn't think about it. It wasn't in my mind. But what we put in was the exact amount that we received down there. 
Oh, I could preach some Steve Wilson right now. Ooh. Yeah, because I, I had to preach before. Was it before or after that guy? I don't remember where I followed him or went before him, but either way, I think I had to follow him because I thought, man, i got to follow this up. He preached God's working upstream. I remember Brother Wilk had told a story, a lady in his church. She, would, she was financially destitute, didn't seem like it, anything was working out. She received some money, amen, and she had not thought about, you know, what God had done, just kind of, well, God, you know, yeah, well, a prayer, I guess, answered, and she kind of went and spend that money. It wasn't but about a month later that she came to Pastor Wilk, and she said, listen, said, uh, I'm a little bit in need of prayer, she said, because uh, I, I, I'm in need of some money. Well, he said, well, sister, didn't I, didn't I hear you give a testimony just not very long ago that God had brought you in some money? She said, yeah, you did. He said, here, hold my Bible, sister. He said, I got to get out here and shout a little bit. He said, God sent it before time to help you out at the time, and you spent it. So you gotta, you got to realize that where God is, where you are, God has already been there. All right. yes, yes, yes. Come on, because he walks before you. Amen. Come on, you hear me. I said, hey, you better hope he's in front of you. Come on, you better hope he's leading the way. Oh, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above. Now listen, unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. Mercy sakes. I don't know where this ladder is going to be tall enough or not. Glory. All. Everybody said all. Everybody said, oh, let's put these together. Above all. Able to do exceeding abundantly above all. Everything. No matter what problem I've got, he is above that. He's Come on. He's already up there just waiting on you to take the next step. Come on. He said, come on. Come on. He, just grab a hold of my hand. I'll, I'll pull you on up. Come on. Above all. Everybody said all. all. That means beyond. All right. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. All we ask. Now you know we are we're we're tent we're we're something about us that we want to put all we can ask. It says all we ask. He said, everything that you have asked for, yes. Yes. I can give you and above it. Without words, he said, anything that you ask in my name and faith yes. believing, I'll yes. do it. That's what he said. Everything. Yes. Anything. Right. Someone say anything. anything. Say cancer. Cancer. Finances. Finances. Diabetes. Diabetes. Come on. Yes. COPD. Yeah. Back problems. Right. Leg problems. Arm problems, right. shoulder problems, right. hand problems. Yes. Come on. Liver problems, pancreatic problems. Come on. Hallelujah. Whatever you can name, he said, whatever you ask, I can do beyond that. You can't even ask it, I can do it. You can't. Oh, yeah, come on. You can't ask it, but I can do it. I can do it. I can do. Unto him that it's able. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Yeah. Somebody say or think. Or think. Oh. 
Paul, he finds himself with his little card writing, and he's at the top of the ladder, and he says, where I go from here? Yeah. And I can almost hear him, give me Jacob's ladder. Yeah. Right. Woo! That did reaches to heaven because that's where I'm headed. Come on. Yeah. Come on, you got to understand what Jacob's seen. He's seen angels ascending and descending on that ladder. I don't know how wide that thing was, but it was big enough to have two-way traffic. I don't know. I really believe it was some taking up some requests, and they was taking them up. And there, there's another group coming down to bring the answer. And then my old song that I still like. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 glory. Oh, Jesus. Come on. Somebody help me think now. My, 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 I lost my train of thought there. Come on. That beautiful song. Hallelujah. It left me. I'll think of it in a minute. It'll come back. Maybe I need to climb the ladder. Oh, oh, oh. Woo, it's probably up here someplace. Come on. Can I tell you, your answer's probably up here someplace? Because the Lord will elevate you in these times. You hear me. When you're distraught and you don't know if you're ever going to make it out of the problem you're in. Come on. Come on. There's some sitting in here right now and said, this will never work out. But I'm telling you, he's able. Come on. It can happen. In fact, right while you're sitting in this service, God can answer on both ends of your... Both ends of what you need, he's able to answer it. He's, oh, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost here. God's able to do it. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, yes, the answer's on the way. This I know. My Jesus said it. I believe it, and it's so. Our Heavenly Father knows our need before we pray. And you can rest assured the answer's on the way. Come on. (laughs) One taking it up, another bringing down the answer. Come on. (laughs) There ain't enough devils in hell to keep you from getting your answer. There's, I said there's not enough devils in hell to keep you from getting your answer. Oh, hallelujah. He loves the church. You're, come on, you're handpicked. You're adopted. See if I will not work on thy behalf in the 
Come on. Come on, we need to celebrate. Come on, he heard us. Come on, he heard us, church. We need to celebrate. Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. He's able to do. Come on. Woo! Oh, Jesus. You can't even think it. You can't even ask it. So big and whatever you're thinking or whatever asking, he said, I'll go beyond that. You can climb this ladder as high as you want. Your answer's on the way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Hallelujah. I believe when Paul got to the top of that ladder, Pastor, I believe he done just what I done. He threw his pen down and said, there ain't no need of me even trying any longer. I've used all the words I can, come on. I can't think of any any higher in my vocabulary in this. I can't think of anything else, come on. But I know you can do what I can't think. Yes, yes, yes. You can do what I can't even ask, God. You're beyond that. I feel it. Somebody's contemplating it right now. They're contemplating their mind. Can he really do this? Yes, he can. Come on. Is he going to do it? Come on. He said, I've already heard you. I've already seen you. I know. Come on. Don't worry about it. It'll be all right. Put it in his hands. Come on. I feel so good some days, you know, that just like I haven't got diabetes. And the next day, you know, the old enemy will come, come in and try to trip you up. <laughs> Get high today, ain't you? Right. And man, I thought I was on that lower level, you know, doing good. Just, just flying along there fine. And, yeah. and then all it went, I'm going to tell you, you think he don't work on preachers and pastors? And... Sure. You all didn't know it, but. While I was sitting up here right on the platform, right listen to the preacher preach. Last Sunday, I walked back to my office and I was 52. You know what I'd done? I thought, I'm not missing out on that preaching. So I carry these little shot bottles. Someplace I do. <laughs> I guess the Lord knew I didn't need it tonight. Give me a shot. Carries little shot bottles. Just one carb. It won't take it too high, but it, it'll 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 bring it up real quick, and then you can eat something. I went back here to my office, and and I walked right back up to the platform and sat down. My son said, "Dad, you all right?" I he, after I believe it was after, it might have been before. I don't remember. He said, "Dad, you all right?" I said, "Oh yeah, I'm all right. I am. I am. You know why?" Because I've looked off the top of that ladder before. Come on, I've done been there. I've done been to the highest. Come on. I've done been to the last rung. How many of you ever been to the last rung? Felt like you was looking over Jordan. And what did I see? (laughs) Come on. Seen the heavenly angels coming after me. Come on, church. Hey, I'm going to tell you. The only thing that's any better in this life is the next life. Come on, I may have had triple bypass in 2015. I've had diabetes since 2008, but I'm still here. I'm still preaching the message. Come on, come on. I'm still serving God. I'm still dancing in the spirit. I can still kick my leg. Thank God. Come on. Ah, I'm not dead yet. Hallelujah. Sister Allen told my wife, I guess, I don't know, maybe it's the first, first, I don't know, maybe it's been Sunday morning, I don't know, Sunday night, must have been, I don't know which one, because I probably kicked them both times, I don't know. I didn't take no pictures of myself or anything. 
You see, didn't take no selfies while I was preaching or anything. Put them on Facebook because I haven't got Facebook anyway. Only Facebook I've got is at home when I look in the mirror. I see myself then. So she, Sister, Sister McGee was sitting back here with Sister Allen, pastor's wife, and said all at once she started laughing. She said, I knew it was going to happen. Said, I was waiting for that leg to come up. She said, he's all right. Yeah, it hadn't affected him yet. Come on, church. Don't let the devil know he's affecting you. Only in a positive way. I'm still going to run. I'm still going to jump. I'm still going to kick my leg. Come on, church. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above what we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Oh, Jesus. Is this all right? Man, I've been up here a long time. Sorry, Pastor. Glory. Oh. Paul drops his pen. And he, he just blurts out these last words. According to the power that worketh in us. Amen. Yes. He said, if you want more things to happen in your life, get the power more real in power. your life. Power. power. Somebody said power. You notice when any time when they were searching for somebody to help in the church, they wanted somebody full of the Holy Ghost. Every time. Every time they was. But Pat, I can tell you part of your problem right now. I can say this because I'm your elder and your bishop and your overseer. and I'm going to speak to you truth. Part of your problem is that you think... I'm not as good as everybody else. Inferiority. Well, everybody's looking down on me. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you. We need to get to the place that everybody's looking up to. Pat, come on. Get up from that seat. Let's jump a little. Come on. You, you haven't done it for a while, so I'll get you in shape. Come on. Come on. Come on. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above. He's about to run into the ladder. He's under. He's about ready to climb the ladder backwards. Come on, church. That's what the Lord wants to see. What you can't do in yourself, He can do. He can heal your body. He can deliver your family. Ah, yeah. Thank you, Brother Pat. Jesus, Amen. hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. I'm about to close, but hold on just for a minute. 321, unto him, unto him. Everybody say unto him. Amen. Now you remember he started out the first verse, or in verse 20. Now, un, now, now. unto him. And now he's, he's bringing it to the last verse. And, and it's almost another now. But it's unto him. Yeah. That is. Oh, yeah. Unto him be glory. Yes. In the church. Come on. He wants to be glory in the church. Come on. If we'll shout hallelujah in the church. You'll never regret it. Because he'll do something for you. This very night. If you'll give him glory. He'll do something in your life. Come on. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory in the church by Christ Jesus. Yes. Throughout all ages. And it's a never stopping thing. Come on. Yes. Come on. Oh. Hallelujah. World without end. Eternity. Yes. Amen. He said right. so be it. I'll be with you even to eternity. That's right. Hallelujah. According to the power that worketh in us. I don't even remember where I found it. We couldn't. I, I, I asked Pastor, and he couldn't come up with it. And I couldn't either. I looked through translations, translations, and did, couldn't find it. But somebody translated this way. I, read, I wrote it, had wrote it down. Ephesians 3.20, they translated it like this. Praise God, who is able to do far more than one could ask or imagine. According to the standard, everybody said standard, standard. 
of his power that worketh in us. Standard is something that established by authority. It's as a rule of measure of quantity by gauge or yardstick or some other means. There is a measuring to it. And he said it's according to that power. It's according to how much God you got. You can say you've got him, but it's according to what I measure it to be. It's how much you're exercising. <sighs> Glory. My goodness. That power can accomplish for us more than we can conceive. I said that power can accomplish more for us than we can conceive. That's why we need the Holy Ghost. It's a must. Gotta have it. Somebody shout, He's able. He's able. Jeremiah said it this way Jeremiah 32 27, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. God speaking to Jeremiah, Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything? Can you answer that question? Not anything. Here's the good news Ephesians 3 12. I'm coming to close trying. In whom we have boldness. Everybody said boldness. boldness. That means without fear. Yes. And access. Somebody said access. access. That's an open door. Whosoever will let him come and drink of the waters of life freely. Amen. And confidence. Confidence is expecting victory. <laughs> By the faith of him. In other words, I'm leaning on his faith and each one of us has got a measure. And he said, that's enough to last you a lifetime. He didn't say that, but that's what he's really saying when he writes it that way. Oh, well, let me go to, I got to go ahead and read that. I must do. Jeremiah 29, verse 11 through part of 14. For I know the thoughts, pastor just quoted it here, I don't know, Wednesday, I don't know, anyhow, just lately. Saith the Lord, thoughts of peace. Not of evil. Everybody said thoughts of peace and not of evil. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. Come on. Come on. How, I'm not going to ask you to answer this, but I'm going to ask you this question. How many of you sitting under the sound of my voice right now and you think it's not going to do anything but get worse? All right. In your mind, that's what's going on. <laughs> but he said, I'm not thinking anything evil. I'm thinking peace. Yes. I'm going to give you the expected end. He said, I'm thinking what you're thinking. Yes. You want good things? That's what I'm thinking. You want to be healed? That's what I'm thinking. Right, Come on. Right. You want out of that problem? That's what I'm thinking. Right. I'm thinking what you're thinking. Come on. Then shall you call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Amen. And ye shall seek me and find me right. when ye shall search for me with all your... Everybody said all. All. All your heart. Yes. And then I want the first phrase of 14... And I will be found of you. All right, now I'm going to get us ready. We're, we're, just, we're, we're fixing to end. Thank you, Jesus. Here we are. Everybody say God's seat. Everybody said, No, nah, he's a king sitting on the throne. He's out here taking care of you and I's problems most of the time. He ain't there where you think he is. He's everywhere. He's omnipresent. Yes. He can be every place at the same time. But what I want you to catch a grip on is he's in the midst of us all the time. I believe it was David said, I looked to my right, and he wasn't there. I looked to my left, no one there behind. And, I can, and he said, couldn't even perceive him. Couldn't even know where. He said, I went to, I went to hell, and, and, and he wasn't there. I went to, you know, every place I looked, he wasn't there. But he was there. Because he fills all space. Somebody say, fills all space. He said, where two or three are gathered together, there I am in the midst of thee. So every time we come to church... See, I don't know why it is, but we always see God's, we're, we're, I don't know, there's something about us in our imagination. We cannot imagine God sitting on a, a, 
you know, a fishing seat. Little canvas seat, you know, throwing out. But he was a fisherman. Where them fish come from on the, when he was cooking for the disciples? They hadn't caught them. Where'd it come from? Come on. Come on, church. We how is it we can't see God on a canvas stool, but we can see him on the throne? High and lifted up, and his train fills the temple. That's what. That's the verse we always want to grab a hold of. We never see him at his lowest time. He didn't even have a place to lay his head. He didn't have a home. So he's in the midst of us. So can I tell you that when you think he's not there and you can't perceive him, he is there. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Job said, in Job 23, 3, I know I'm reading a lot of scripture. 23, 3, oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat. See? Job wasn't looking for a, a big seated throne. He wasn't looking for that. I would order my calls before him, fill my mouth with arguments. I would know the words which he would answer me and understand what he would say unto me. Will he plead against me with his great power? Oh, no, but he would put strength in me. <laughs> then drop down to verse 8. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there. Backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left, where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take. When the, he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Everybody said he's able. By the way, that's... that's that's the name of my message. He's able. He's able. Glory. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Shut on up for Oh. Pastor, really, I believe, just spoke it this morning, and I... I I wrote it down real quick because he, he said something that I feel like we need to grasp hold of. Speak it to your past. We need to speak things into our past. Because you notice, you know, I mean, don't a lot of times deal with you on your future, but he always tries to bring up the past. He's excellent bringing up your past and what you have done and what you, the, the mistakes you've made and the blunders you've made. He wants you to remember that. But what he don't want you to remember is you got to remind him of his future when he reminds you of his past. See, he wants to take some people with him. He don't want to burn in hell alone. Hell enlarged itself. Don't say nothing about heaven. I feel like tonight I want to open these altars because I feel like there's some people in here that's in fact I, I, I'd almost bet that everyone in here could come to this altar and say I'm one of them Bishop that's had some problems in the last year and I've just kind of I've just kind of give up that the answers are going to come. And Pat, you just need to stand still, brother, and see the salvation of the Lord. Children of Israel, they didn't know what to do. They was, hey, they was standing at the Red Sea and there wasn't, hey, the waters hadn't rolled back yet. Egyptians was coming. Stand still, Moses said. See the salvation of the Lord. Just, just watch him because he's, he's already in operation. I need to tell somebody God's, God's waiting on you. He's just waiting on you. Just.
come up here and kneel down and say, okay, God, this is what I want. This is what I need. Just do a work in me tonight. Would you come as pastor and my favorite daughter-in-law sings? Oh, Jesus. When you walk into the room, Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.